Yes, sir. Okay, so here's a question. What do you what, what do you watch? If you're gonna watch something, what are you gonna watch? Uh, biopic on HBO Max. Um, I try to limit uh, extracurricular websites, Mr. Fussell. <laughs> I don't believe that, but okay, I will we'll, I try to live. I try to <laughs> also not very successfully. I, <laughs> I, I told I'm telling you, turn turn off the internet. It's not real. I promise you. Um <laughs> Uh, so what, so you watch what's biopic? Uh, what the hell is biopic? Well, I, what was the, the last show that I can remember watching was The Last of Us. Well, it's like it's like it's like an opic, but it's double that, just okay, double twice twice the opic. <laughs> it's an opic, but it goes both. Are ways. you sure? Is it? Yeah, it's a, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, it's not. It's, it swings both ways. That opic does. <laughs> it's a woke opic. I, I'll be honest. I heard somebody say that, and I thought that was the right u- word to use right there. I've no, I think it's actually Ellen. you're actually we're the right word. Talking. I think I think we're the dummies that don't understand it. <laughs> oh, trust me. I, I, I every job interview I've ever started, I'm very smart, but I try hard. Yeah, right. that, that's all it takes in the oil field. That's, that's all. It, I, it reminds really. me of a story of my my my. I, I reference these stories. My buddy Dave. We're sitting in a we're sitting in like a Kroger line or a Dylan's line not too long ago and 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 the, the lady said hey would you like paper or plastic and he's like i don't really care because i'm bisexual <laughs> <laughs> that's, pretty good. Oh, that's a good joke oh, oh, i'm getting up to my i like that, that one he's gonna have a day that's a good one hey you know so you were let talking ask, about the let me go ask ahead. go ahead no nope, go ahead you go turn. nope you go i'm not i'm not talking i'm about to take it serious for two minutes and then i'm gonna get back into being a goofball Fair enough. How do we raise men in this world that respect women, but it's also okay to be a man? Anybody else having this struggle? You, you're three-year-old. Is that a little boy-girl? I can tell you. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to get it serious for a minute, and we can always cut this out. So we're going to talk for a minute, and I'm going to get on my soapbox because this is something I'm very, very passionate about. One of the things I've realized in this world that we live in, and, and I can relate to in a very, very big way, is that there's in my opinion, there's there's three generations of of men, right? So we have our greatest generation. You know, the, here's I'll start it out with a really great quote, and I'm going to be on my soapbox for a minute, and then I'll get off, and we can be funny again. But there's a really great quote where it was just like, "Hard times make good men. Good times make weak men. Weak men make hard times." And that's a really important quote to think about because that's where we're living right now. And here's the thing is we're, we're sitting in, even in my generation, I'm 50 years old, we're sitting in a situation where we have been basically, for lack of a better term, and this is oil and gas light, so we can do whatever we want, pussified. And we are, we have been taught to be like women. We have been taught to be the second queen in our relationships. And we have been taught that we have to be friendly and have feelings and all this bullshit. And then here's the, here's the result, right? And here's the result is nobody's getting laid. Kids are being disrespectful, and and it, it's a shit show, and divorce is on the rise. And you know, a few moments later, and I will tell you, these little guys, they have to be allowed to be men. A few moments later, and guess what? Here's the secret to it: the women in life, even though they might bitch about it, they fucking love it. A few moments it's later, even more simpler than that. That was a that was a long that was a long explanation of a very simple issue. You got to keep scoring t-ball. 
When we quit keeping score in T-ball, we made a bunch of pussies. Yep, you're right. You're right. You've got that, a good point. That simple. You've got you're a good right. point. We have to appreciate individual contribution, and we moved it back so far that if you just were part of the winning team in T-ball, you expected to be the winner your whole life without actually having to put forth the effort. The well, effort and that, that, is where here's, here's where that breaks T-ball. down. I agree with you completely, and and here's how that breaks down. So whenever I was a kid and, you know, I, I, I was a kid in the 80s, right? And uh, as I believe Adam was as well, or maybe early 90s, right? So, 2003, I think he's a 90s kid. You're 90s Ace kid. of base was monumental to my life. Okay. All right. So a little younger, a little younger, aging me a little bit. But here's the deal, right? So whenever I sucked at basketball, I was a fucking horrible what? basketball player. I was terrible. I, I don't believe that for a minute. Fat fucking sixth grader. <laughs> I weighed like I don't know. I weighed probably as much as the rest of the team. Little chubby kid. My dad was a basketball star in high school, so he wanted me to play basketball. So I went and I fucking sucked at basketball. I was a horrible basketball player. You know how many trophies I got? Zero. Exactly. You know what my dad told me <laughs> is that he was extremely disappointed and that I only made one fucking basket. I should stop playing basketball. So you know what I did? I stopped playing basketball and guess what? I found out I was good at other things. Exactly. Exactly. Right. (laughs) I'm not a fucking jump shooter. All right. I made one basket starting every game. And the only reason I started (laughs) is because there was only five of us on the team. (laughs) And I only made it through a complete game twice without laying on the sidelines, like fucking gasping for air. I was not a basketball player. And that was, you know what? That was an Indiana of all places. Nobody told me I was good. Nobody told me I was good. So I figured out I'm, I'm good at other stuff. You know what? You got to you gotta fail at things to figure out what you're good at. So you can't make everybody a winner. You're doing a dis- disservice to the children and to mankind in general when you tell them they're a winner or that they're really awesome when they suck. And to, it's, it's okay not to get a ribbon. It's okay not to do that. A little disappointment should motivate. But. Yeah, you got to fail. You have to fail in life in order to succeed. That's my theory. So, Adam, let me That's ask how you I've this. succeeded so well. <laughs> yeah, 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 for real. That's why this podcast is blowing up. <laughs> so we, we homeschool now. And to uh, to to your point about the uh, hard times and, and whatever, I feel like there's a, there's a growing number of people uh, like Adam with his boys and, and me with my daughter. Like, we, we've decided that we have to take the education and the discipline and everything else of our children back into our own hands. So I'm hopeful that the generation that's coming is going to be the greatest generation because they have a world of shit to correct. And uh, it's, it's not necessarily my generation's fault. We kind of came in at the end of this deal. Um, But I feel like the the next generation, the one that the ones that are coming up, um, I really don't think that people that because I agree with Adam that everything on the internet is fake and that what what's being claimed is going on in the country is not really going on. I and I think that. that we have circled the wagons. A lot of us, uh, I know my family has. We've circled the wagons and we're raising kids that understand what it's like to be a winner. Um, I, I used to tell this it's a joke that I used to tell I'm sure Adam's heard it before but it's true so I taught my daughter the secret to life through the game of guess who you've heard right. this story right so 
I have. When she on. was little, she used to. We used to play Guess Who, and it's a it's a game with fifty tiles, and you uh, you, you, each player has a has a character, and you ask questions of the other person to figure out what characters to eliminate. And so my daughter would ask me a question like, uh, "Is your person bald?" And I would say yes. And so she would lay down everybody that had hair, and then uh, it would be my turn, and I would go, and then she would ask me a question like, "Does your person have hair?" Or no, she, I, I, I fucked it up already. But anyway, I would say, no, he doesn't have any hair. He's fucking bald. It's daddy's turn. And so my wife would come in and she'd be like, hey, 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 you have to you have to let her win every now and then. And I said, that is bullshit. That is no score keeping T-ball shit. Uh, there you go. I'm raising a winner and a contributor, not a participant. And I tell you what, she is a, an, she's amazing at guess who. <laughs> You got to start somewhere, right? That's the, that's the deal. It's right. You got to start somewhere. Do you guys freeze on me? No, we're good. Nope. <laughs> missed the punchline. That's a that is a, a great joke, but there is a where's the punchline? I fucked it up. I fucked it up. You did, it, Lord. I brought you on as a co-host because you're funny. Worked out. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a while since I told that man. I haven't been on stage in a minute. But uh, oh, you're on stage it. right it now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> For all three of us, they said. Hey, I'd like Adam to asked me how many viewers we had, and I said, "Adam asked me the other day how many viewers we have, and I told him three, including me and Jeremy. So you see where the third is? It's whoever the guest is. <laughs> hey, it, it, that's just for the live feed. We've got a pretty good traction on on the online. On the so online. it's really hard. It's it is really hard to raise kids today, because the things like like for example, when I was a kid, if I was getting on my parents' nerves, they sent me out to play, and I hmm. went out and I built shit and i tore up shit and i broke stuff and i played with my neighbors and we we wandered the neighborhood like you know like a pack of rabid dogs you absolutely cannot do that now and and it's not not where we live in a nice community there's people that drive through nobody knows who they are and they're eyeballing the kids like i'm scared to death to let my daughter out of my sight because i'm worried she's going to get you know kidnapped or hurt because there's so many fucking crazy people in the world and so, you know, I was talking with my dad about this before he passed away, and he was like, you know, you just need to you, you need to loosen the, str- the strings a little bit and let her let her get out and just explore and, and have fun. And I'm like, Dad, you don't understand. Like, there is legitimate threats that roam the streets of rural Oklahoma. Like, there's there's girls that got kidnapped and went missing. You know, so it's a, it's a completely different world. And so, to Adam's point with the uh, with the masks and, and making the kids scared of other people, I mean. It, it, the the it's a totally different world that we're living in now than what than what we grew up in and it's really a challenge to figure out how to bring back that security and that safety and uh to teach the right thing and yeah so my daughter uh we we don't watch tv well, there's like a handful of shows that we watch we we watch alone together we watch master chef together uh just some 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 what i feel like are some quality family entertainment but she doesn't have access to she does she's never been access to the YouTube. Um, we don't let her play on the phone. We don't let her play on the iPad. I mean, she does her schoolwork. She reads books. We play games together as a family. Uh, we've tried to keep her isolated from all that nonsense to keep that out of her life. And she's still exposed to it. Like she still knows about all this shit. And we don't understand. There's no way to 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 lock it out. So you have to, you have to, instead of trying to block it, which we've tried to do. Instead of trying to eliminate that exposure, you have to figure out a way to to convey to them 
that it's not real. Like all that shit is fake. None of that means anything. Yep. And it's almost impossible because it's everywhere. I agree. Let me, let me interject one point. We don't want to a hundred percent block from, I want to make sure we have enough experiences to appreciate the good and separate the bad. And I think I wasn't allowed to watch little mermaid as a kid growing up. And this is just my childhood trauma coming out. And I wanted to explain it to you guys. You really Uh, wanted to watch little mermaid. yeah, because there was penises. I, I, I there was penises all over the place. Now. I had nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with penises. that. It's because Ariel had too much cleavage, and they didn't want me to oh. expect I was going to get something that well, looked I, like I that. I for sure thought the uh, in real castles life. were the problem. No shit. I, I I was more concerned. She didn't have a belly button, guys. Where'd she come from? <laughs> Got some questions. She's a uh, fish. She was hatched. She came out of an egg. <laughs> but that's where I'm at with my boys. I've got. I'm going to make sure you're a generalist on everything. We played one year T-ball. We did basketball. We're doing, we're giving the experiences and that's, I think that's all we can do and explain to them that real life is still more fun than anything that's on a screen. Nobody cares about your achievements uh, in a world that's only celebrated in that world. Yep. We live in the real world and we still need to achieve in the real world. And regardless of how we get there, I just need you to know what achievement feels like that you're loved and that I want the best for you. So I'm, I'm going to give that you a recommendation. That is my parenting uh, in a nutshell. You're welcome. Yeah, there you we'll go. I, I like it. You're doing hey, a good I think, job, I think man. we're good. It's like, what we're going to do when we promo this, I'll be like, next time on a very special oil and gas lighting. <laughs> <laughs> we tell no jokes. Hey. We get really serious and make everybody uncomfortable. But it's so true. No, it, it's actually, to be honest, though, it's actually, it's, it's super true. And it's super something that we need to address. And it, and it, it, it truly is. Like I said, I, I get I get passionate about it, but it 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 it, it absolutely is. And as a, as as a, as a human man who has tried to deprogram himself from that bullshit, yeah. it's really hard when you're my age and you're trying to figure shit out and trying to be successful in your relationships and your life and your career, and 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 you haven't been brought up with you know you've been given everything. So it's just like, well, then what the fuck should I work for? You know, it's just like, yeah. it's like, you know, I'm just, uh, and this is why we have people change jobs every two years. People like, you know, there's no loyalty. Remember Michael Jordan? Here's a great example. I would love to be loyal. Find me an oil field service company that's got enough money to keep me around through the bad times. And I will gladly work there loyally, but I've been yeah. laid off every three years. It's like yeah, clockwork. Yeah. Thank you. Low interest rates. And it's Jeremy Powell. Let's not get twisted about who started all this nonsense and why we have to worry about Jenner. Zero percent interest rates don't work for any economy ever. <laughs> no. It all stems from there. Yeah, yeah. scores. This is why Bud Light all of a sudden decides we're going to have to accelerate the one percent of the people that we serve to get some check some block from a government regulated body that tells them what their score is relative to other companies. What are we? Why? Why? Yeah, but how did that last time I checked? I wanted to run my company. I wanted to make as much profit on. I got my 80-20s, Okay, I got my ten percent crazy and my ten percent never going to happen. My eighty percent, come here, my little eighty percent. I want to take care of you. Give you a bit of isolating and alienating and making it weird and having to celebrate Kid Rock. I haven't listened to a Kid Rock song in fifteen years, and all of a sudden now I got to appreciate what he did. I, uh, as a young American veteran, (laughs) I'm so confused (laughs) on how to feel right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, he did shoot God. up a case of Bud Lights with uh with a with a rifle. There was two Dragon's Breath shotgun shells that were unpictured out of the video to the right, and that's all I'm saying is 
It looks really cool. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, let's, it's let's all fake. Here. It's, like you tricks. Said, it's, it's all fake. It's all fake. It doesn't, uh, you're not celebrating. You're not supporting my thesis that none of this is real. <laughs> Woo. Why'd yeah, you get me all, excited all on, a, on a Thursday night? I got to go to sleep. I'm about to go start writing my, my, my novel. Yeah, go write. You gotta, you gotta keep it, yeah, We're going to upgrade. Bro. There will be blood for the 2023 version. Okay. All right. Look All here, right. Lloyd, you're going to be the Wildcatter. Okay. Uh, we'll get Scarlett Johansson to play the female lead. Cause oh, wait, I got, I've got to actually be in the movie. I thought we were just a book. You said a book, but we're doing a screenplay now. But if we... You put the idea out there, let the universe see where it lands. Okay, we'll see, how, see, we'll what, see what happens. I think that... You're I podcasting think that, now. You're halfway to the big I think Drew there, Carey could fella. play me. That would so probably Adam, be better. So, Adam, I got a question for you. I got a question for you. So... You're our first guest who has had some some legit philosophical ideas. Wild opinions. Where does that come from? Where does that where does that where does that come from? Where does that come from? It is my it is my I I should have been a Baptist preacher, but I decided I wanted to make money. (laughs) All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Well you made a bad choice. I mean there's plenty of Baptist preachers walking around with pinky rings and fucking extended limos. I got one right down the street. I got Joel Osteen right down the street, right? Oh, there you go. He's a Baptist preacher. He's not Baptist, is he? Anyway, let let Adam finish. I'd like what I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. This is this is this is this is me uh, pontificating into or putting my preaching into the world. I'd this love to Satan, see you come catch me at the Holiday Inn in El Reno, Oklahoma, May 28th, 29th. The Holodome. Uh, the Holodome. It's <laughs> the Holodome. <laughs> after you we're know, done, to... we'll play a little minute. We'll play a little putt putt after we're done. Did I ever tell you the story about when I worked at the Holodome and I met uh, Genuine? You worked at the Holodome? Oh yeah, when oh, I was good in college. For you. Awesome, bro. Yeah, I put myself through. I put on, myself and my wife through college. Yeah, Gen- genuine, genuine, genuine. Because baby, you're so fine. What is that song? What's genuine? It's uh, it's uh, the pony and ride it. My pony, ride it, ride my pony. Oh no, kid. Yeah. So I was working at I was working at the Holodome in Manhattan, Kansas when I was in college. Uh, where I was the night auditor because I could I could work a full I could work a full forty hours a week and still uh, go to school because I just I basically didn't sleep and that's how I ingrained that into myself not to sleep. I don't sleep anymore. I still don't sleep. But I would work all night at the Holodome and uh, one night uh, I can't do that to a fella. Yeah, so one night I come to the Holodome and the and the girls that I was relieving told me that there was a famous person staying at the hotel and that they were registered under Mickey Mouse in the uh, in the registration. So if I got any requests from Mickey Mouse, I needed to make sure and take care of them because they were a celebrity. So I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And so they they wandered off, and so I'm I'm doing my balancing my credit card bills and all the shit I had to do as a night auditor. And this dude comes walking up to the uh, counter with a with a whole entourage, like there was a whole bunch of hoochie mamas with him, right? Nice. And he had been nice. so genuine had come to K State for the Black Student Union, like they had some big event, and genuine performed at the event, and he was staying at the Holiday Inn. So he comes up to the desk and he's like, "Hey man, you got any towels?" And I was like, "Yeah, I got towels." And so I went back and grabbed some towels and brought them to him. He's like, "Yeah, thanks, thanks, right on." And he goes to walk off, and he's like, "Man, you don't know who I is, do you?" And I said, uh, who is you? And he said, uh, I'm genuine. <laughs> and I said, genuine what? I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, fuck, man. He just went walking off with his entourage. 
And the security guard comes over and he's like, hey, 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 I saw you talking to Genuine. And I was like, what the what fuck did you say are that you motherfucker? talking about? <laughs> Genuine what? And he's like, no, no, he's a celebrity. He's a singer or whatever. That pony song. And I, was, I had no idea who he was. I totally bursted his bubble at the Holodome in Manhattan, Kansas, because I had no fucking idea who he was. I just got him some towels. On this episode of Only Gaslighting, Lloyd burst <laughs> Genuine's bubble. <laughs> bursted his bubble. He wasn't that good. I mean, let's be honest. He had one hit. He's a one hit wonder, right? He lasted like five. Hey, who minutes. does who doesn't want a one hit wonder, right? Is it like you get you get the one hit and just make your money? I love those guys that came on. Uh, what was that show that used to be on? Like it wasn't America's Got Talent, but it was something like that. Maybe it was no, maybe it was America's Got Talent. I don't remember, but the, remember the dude that came out and he's like, they're like, "What's your goal in life?" He's like, "We want to be a one hit wonder." And then they did that one hit wonder song. I can't I can't remember the song, but it was it was pretty banging. It was pretty banging. They got their dream. It was on the radio. Lloyd's working for the the younger demographic now. He's working I for the younger, what you're talking about. <laughs> the younger demographic. I had, a, I had a buddy. I had a buddy of mine that was like, he's like old dude. He's like, he's like, man, is if I had to make a song, just a one hit song like Afternoon Delight. He's like, those bastards are making money to this day, and it's true. It's 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 actually true. It's like you know, you, you get a little one hit wonder, and you just you just roll with it. Now, I, I, yeah, Millie, I Millie Vanilli changed my life too. Lord. <laughs> yeah, but they were links lip syncing, right? They weren't even real. That was fake, also. Well, I know that's that's why it was funny, is because it was a, it was that's when we first figured out that everything you see on the television may not be true. Everything is fake. Everything is fake. It's everything all bullshit. Everything is fake, and as long as we accept that up front, and we realize that that the one person on the internet that yells at us don't really have that much control of power. They may hurt our feelings, but we regrow those. I, I could go into it. One, well, one day. going to be great. One day, hopefully Boy. soon, I will go into a tirade, and I'll tell you exactly who it is that's in control, but I am contractually obligated where I cannot do so at this time. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you've got to go home and, and, and say your prayers over your flag. Yeah, one here. day. One day yeah. I'll be able Thank to share. Thank him for your employment. But share all. <laughs> it'll be a share all episode, the naked truth. But uh, – Adam, it's been great having you, man. Like I said, one of my best friends in the world. Uh, we, we had a date night one time, me and Adam. Y'all had a date night? Yeah, we went out together. We we were we nice. were trying it out, seeing what was happening. We we Italian, did, did you, you buy him a nice spaghetti? I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, we were, I bought him anything nice people. Yeah, that's right. We went to a, we went to a concert together. Oh shit, that's client service. Right? That's, 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 that's... It, it's a it's a day that will live in infamy. I mean, we're famous, man. We're we're on the internets. We're on the DVDs. We're, we're on Netflix. All right, tell me about this. Tell me about this. I haven't heard this story. Come on. So a, a great comedian in Northeast Oklahoma, uh, Rodney Carrington. All right, I know Rodney Carrington. Yeah. The, the, the BOK Center, and Brother Lloyd was heavy into his stand-up career at that time, and got us really good seats on the uh, fifth or sixth row. Yeah. Fifth row. So I got yeah. to watch him do his. It's still his latest hour on Netflix. Yeah, uh, but it, yeah, the, we're we're in there like the hate, the video. I, they filmed it. We're 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 like you can see I'll, me and Adam down there hanging out together. In. Like just no a couple on of, Netflix. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm gonna check that shit out tonight. Not, we're gonna I'll check it out. You gotta know where, it's not like they zoom in on us. You got to know where we were, but we're I there know, side even, by oh, side. I, well, I've seen you both Old now. Hands. I can I, I can probably figure it out. <laughs> Not at minute three thirty four, and if you pause it and back up two frames, if you have the Apple TV remote, <laughs> you don't see Lloyd's glasses and my stupid face right next to him. That's yeah. not how it works. But smiling, yeah, grinning, that's not exactly ear where ear. it is. Ear 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 ear. Ear. We had a great time. 
Oh, it was so much fun. He's so funny. I, you know, it was he hadn't he hadn't performed in a while, and he came out all fat because he was divorced, and uh, it was fantastic. <laughs> like, I was like, look, funny how a divorce it, and weight gain are go hand in hand. Well, and he he explained it in the, in the special. You know, he's like, it's because nobody's there to tell me not to eat that whole fucking cake. <laughs> like, you shouldn't eat that whole thing. Nobody's here to tell me that, so I eat the whole cake. Yeah, Rodney Carrington's fantastic. We love Rodney. Uh, all right. When you're not married, all you need is a fork. That's right. That's all you need. <laughs> That's all you need. Turns right, out you can get so really we talked a little Thank bit about apartment. So we talked a little bit about okay. So before we wrap this up, I I, I want to talk about this a little bit. But it's like all right. So we talked about the issue with you know with kids and in 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 society. What's the solution, Adam? What's what what do we do? We keep our kids away from YouTube. I get that, but what else? What 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 can we do as men in 2023 to make this world a little bit better? Make the oil feel a little bit better. Start small, baby. We take care of the ones that we love the most. We see the little opportunities and appreciate the little opportunities when they come present to us. Uh, I do mine through volunteer firefighting, and then when I I don't comment on anything on the internet. I, I like to make jokes on Twitter, but I don't actually. Uh, appreciate i don't doom scroll through linkedin and wonder what everybody else is doing actually do something don't tell about tell people about you actually do something go volunteer uh we're going to iron gate tomorrow which is a the the homeless shelter yeah taking both my boys first time i've had my seven-year-old there but you got to see you got to appreciate the little things that you have so you can when the big things come you you recognize it Hand to pull the dragons from the ground, yeah.